Trading in futures products entails significant risk of loss, which must be understood prior to trading and may not be appropriate for all investors. Good morning, everybody. It's Tuesday, January 10th, 5.38 a.m. Central Time as I speak here. March corn futures down one and a half at 6.51 and a quarter. March soybeans down 11 and a half at 14.77. March Chicago wheat down 12 and three quarters at 7.28 and three quarters. March Kansas City wheat down 17 at 8.11 and a half. March spring wheat down five and a half at 8.96 and a half. If you guys are listening on the podcast, appreciate it. If you're watching on YouTube, subscribe, like, comment. If you'd like some additional information from me, visit my website, www.standardgrain.com. Check out my premium subscription service today, guys. I send my premium subscribers a ton of information direct from me every single business day. Morning email goes out about 5.30 a.m. Central Time. In that email, you'll see every overnight headline you need to be aware of. Charts, graphics, weather information, all of my grain marketing recommendations, my daily subscriber-only videos are part of this deal. There's a new premium video every single day. Yesterday, I ran through everything that I've advised in regard to corn sales, old crop, new crop, Every cash sale I've advised dating back to, uh, I think 2021 is probably when I started some of these forward sales. Uh, One of the things that I do with this service is I am totally 100% transparent when it comes to uh, what I've done in regard to corn sales, what I've advised, corn, soybean, and wheat sales. I list everything I've done at the bottom of the newsletter uh, every single business day. If you guys are interested in this sort of stuff, sign up today, 50 bucks a month, cancel at any time, Uh, no other fee, no other obligation, nobody will try to sell you anything else, I promise. USDA's Brazil attache office increased its estimate for the country soybean crop. That's not the biggest part of this, but I'll run through all of it. The new estimate of 153 million metric tons is mostly in line with the other estimates out there. Their old estimate of 148.5 was well below the vast majority of the public and private projections. Uh, The office said said this in a report dated January 9th. Post-increase, the 22-23 forecast for soybean planted area expansion to 43.3 million hectares and soybean production to 153 million metric tons. The season sowing began optimistically with most soybeans planted on time compared to last year. However, in the southern part of the country, including Rio Grande do Sol and Paraná, rains will be needed in January because if it continues to be dry, the crop will be negatively impacted. Here's the important part. Post revised up its soybean export estimate for 22-23 to 97 million metric tons, a new record. Okay, so they're talking Brazilian soybean exports of 97 million metric tons. The previous record was 92. The official WASD estimate for Brazilian soybean exports is 89 and a half. So the difference between that WASD estimate, 89 and a half million, and the uh, Brazil attache office estimate, 97, that's a difference of 276 million bushels, which is a number that's larger than the entire U.S. carryout. So I think a a tremendous degree of of market direction of the U.S. export program, a lot of this is going to hinge on uh, who's right or what is right when it comes to Brazilian soybean exports. If Brazil exports 97 million metric tons, and uh, th- this office is correct and WASD is, is not correct, there's going to be some big changes to the balance sheets. Uh, this could result in in reduced U.S. exports, certainly. Some might make the argument that uh, Argentina is going to end up exporting some beans from Brazil because of their uh, drought issues, and that may very well be correct. But this is a big, glaring uh, discrepancy between USDA's Brazil office and the official WASD number. Now, in regard to Brazil's soybean harvest, it is beginning very slowly. 
well-followed private group AgRural estimate that the crop was 0.04% harvested through last Thursday. They get very specific uh, versus 0.2% the same date last year. Uh, wet conditions in Mato Grosso, which is the country's top soybean state, have caused some minor delays. AgRural added that harvest in areas further south will probably start later. They estimated that 2.3% of the country's first corn crop was harvested versus 3.1% last year. They noted that soybean production in the far south is likely or could be reduced if hot and dry weather persists this month. Um, they most recently estimated the country's bean crop at 153.6. That's where most of the private estimates are in that like um, mid to low 153 neighborhood. Argentina could be shifting toward a wetter weather pattern. So the, the map on my screen here is the Euro model, and this runs out through January 19th. So this is kind of like a mixed bag. You've got some areas that will catch some rains and some areas that won't. But then when you look at the GFS, which is a longer run model, this runs out through the 25th on my screen here. You're talking uh, much more widespread coverage and better coverage for a lot of uh, almost all your corn and soybean areas in Argentina, barring uh, some areas will see you know lesser amounts. But this could be a shift in the pattern. Uh, this GFS, of course, could be wrong. It could change. The majority of what the GFS is indicating here this morning, this shift toward a wetter pattern, most of this is after January 20th. So you're talking like more than 10 days out here. So this is subject to change. Maybe this uh, uh, has something to do with the uh, weaker trade in the soybean market here this morning. Corn shipments were bad again last week, actually really bad. Only 398,000 metric tons of U.S. corn were inspected for export during the week ending January 5th. That was down 61% versus the same week last year. So you're you're in a time frame here where we should be shooting higher seasonally in regard to corn shipments, and uh, we did for a minute, and then we went right back down last week. So that's not good at all. Accumulated corn shipments for the current marketing year are 29% below where they were last year, accumulated corn uh, export sales are down 47% versus last year. USDA at this point is projecting a year-over-year -year export decline of only 16%. So they need to come down at that estimate. The one thing that uh, could change this, I guess, that, that, that could improve the U.S. export program would be a crop issue in Brazil. Brazil's second and larger corn crop hasn't even been planted yet. They plant in January, February. So if they run into a crop issue there, could that accelerate U.S. exports later in the season? I suppose that's a possibility. But uh, this, this export program has major problems, as I've discussed at length. Soybean and wheat shipments were okay, I guess. Uh, soybean shipments were actually good at 1.4 million. Uh, that was up 46% versus the same period last year. Wheat shipments, uh, 202,000, just down marginally versus the same week last year. The wheat uh, export program is uh, very poor. China is buying more crude oil. Earlier this week, it was reported that the Chinese government issued a second set of crude import quotas. Import quotas for uh, this calendar year, 2023, are up sharply versus 2022. China's trying to shore up the economy. They want to import more crude, make sure the refiners are well supplied as they increase operations. Bloomberg reporting this morning that China is purchasing a wider variety of crude oil, including several cargoes of an Arctic grade from Russia. Uh, the crude market rallied initially yesterday on some of this quota news, but then uh, backed off later in the day. U.S. coal prices have declined sharply. You can file this in your inflation is over folder. If you have one of those folders, I do. Uh, Bloomberg uh, said or reported that coal shipped from northern Appalachia was down uh, prices were down 45% in the weekend in January 6th. Spot prices from other areas declined more than 30%. So like a lot of energy markets, coal surged during the first part of 2022 amid the Russia-Ukraine situation, inflation. 
Now you've got a mild winter, especially in Europe, and that's eased supply concerns across uh, the energy complex, and, and coal is no exception, I suppose. The uh, cattle market was higher yesterday. Feeders were higher yesterday. Cash was 157 mostly on Friday, nothing yet uh, this week. In the outside markets, the U.S. dollar is up. The S&P is down 12. The Dow is down 120. Uh, Jerome Powell is going to speak in Sweden today. The markets will pay attention to that. Bonds are off a little bit. Gold's up two bucks. Crude oil up 43 cents in the February WTI at 7506. Everybody have a great day. I'll talk to you Wednesday.